0: This morning, I want us to consider just a couple small words. You know, there are small words in the English language that are just packed, chock full of implications. And that is true with the words, what if. Think about those words just for a minute with me. What if, have you ever done these things, had questions run through your mind? What if I had not grown up just, you know, 30 miles outside of Pittsburgh? Would I be a Steelers fan today? You know what if? What if uh, John Chavis here didn't teach, or didn't coach for LSU? Would I like LSU? I don't know. What if? Uh, but you put people in a bind here. You do know that. You know <laughs> what? What if you? Th- this is awful. What if? You weren't born in Tennessee or in the Knoxville area and you were raised and born and and raised in Florida. Would you be a Florida fan? Boy, I don't know. You know, that's, that's a big what if. Um, but you know, those are, those are trivial, but what if? What if you were there when Elijah called for people to make a commitment to stand with him against 400 plus prophets of Baal Would you have waited to have seen how that how that went you know who, who's going to come out on top? What if you were there when Jesus was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane? Would you have fled or would you have stayed and would they have erected a fourth cross? as Jesus was hung between two thieves and a disciple that was faithful to the end. There are a lot of what-ifs. And one of those that I think about sometimes is, what if I was living when Jesus was living, and the report came back that Jesus had risen from the dead? What if I was there? Would, Would I have believed that? Turn in your Bible to John chapter 20 and I want you to read with me verses 27 and through 29. this is right after the resurrection of Jesus. Jesus had appeared to the other apostles. Thomas wasn't present on that occasion. And they told Thomas, we saw the Lord. And he said, yeah, right. I, I won't believe it unless I stick my, my hand in his wounds and my fingers in his wounds and my hand in his side. And so Jesus appears now to Thomas. And he said to Thomas, reach your finger here. And he and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are those who have not seen and have yet believed. Sometimes we give Thomas a pretty hard way to go. Thomas was doubting. And he's deserved of, you know, this, this rebuke, this gentle reminder by Jesus. But listen, he was not the only one that doubted. Go back and read Mark 16 and read about the resurrection of Jesus and how that Jesus abraded them for their unbelief in that they would not believe the report of those who had come back and said, he's risen, the, the tomb is empty. Jesus said, you're wrong for not believing in me. Mean, come on, guys. What have I been teaching you for the last three years? And he, he corrected them for their unbelief. What if I had been there? Would I have believed? Would I have believed that Jesus rose from the dead? Or would I have tried to trump up some kind of rational excuse, explanation as to why that tomb would be empty? Well, those are the kind of questions we'll never know. What if... I was born in some country other than the United States, would I still be a follower of Jesus or might I be a follower of Muhammad or some other religious leader? What if? Well, I want us to spend our time this morning and ask that question. Would we have believed in Jesus if we were living back then? And... I think there's some ways to find that. There's no way in a concrete way that we can answer that question. We, we just won't know. We can entertain the thoughts. We can daydream about it. We can put ourselves in scenarios and, and conclude what we think we would have done, but there's no way we'll ever know for sure. But here are some questions that maybe will help us to answer that question, at least give us a, a better guesstimate, as to what we would have done if we were in that situation. So, let's let's ask some questions here. Would we have believed and obeyed John the Baptist? Would we? What if you lived in the days of John the Baptist? Would Would you have believed in him? Would you have obeyed him? Listen, John the Baptist was an interesting character. Turn in your Bible to Matthew chapter 3 and I want you to see some things that the Bible says about John. First of all, One of the things that we note about John is that John did his preaching in the wilderness. He wasn't easy to get to. He didn't go into the city and preach. He didn't go into the synagogue and preach. He made the synagogue or his his place, his meeting place, The wilderness. Look at what it says in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 1. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So John, number one, didn't come into the city. He hung out in the wilderness. If you want to hear John, you've got to go hear him. Another thing that we learn about John is that, well, he dressed kind of strange, the Bible tells us in, in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 4 that he dressed himself in camel's hair and, and he, he ate locusts and wild honey. And I know that sometimes we get kind of divorced from the situation. Boy, that was so long ago. They thought that was strange. That, that wasn't commonplace to dress like that and to have that kind of a diet back then. It it was significant enough to be distinguished. You know, this guy, he preached in the wilderness and he dressed this way and he ate this way. It it was different enough that it's pointed out to us. Furthermore, the Bible tells us in chapter 3, when you did go out to hear John preach, he might just skin you a little bit. He might hurt your feelings. Because when the religious leaders of the day came out to hear John preach, on at least on one occasion, he called them a brood of vipers. Wow. Uh, Who's going to listen to a preacher like that? So my question is, what if you were living in the first century, would you have believed and obeyed John the Baptist? Well, maybe by asking these questions or answering these questions in your mind, you can answer that question. Here's the first thing. If you... Balk at having to travel any kind of distance to hear the word of God preached. You probably would not have obeyed John the Baptist because they didn't have a nice church building to go to. You had to go out into the wilderness to hear what he had to say. And if you don't want to travel, and if if inconvenience is going to keep you from hearing the word of God, then you wouldn't have gone and listened to and obeyed John the Baptist because he called you out into the wilderness. Do you remember a time when you used to travel a whole lot more to hear the Word of God preached? Have we gotten soft? Uh, when I was little, man, we went to every gospel meeting within 50 miles of us, it seemed like, during gospel meeting season. If that's a, you know, hunters have their seasons, and I guess the church has its seasons too. And there's gospel meeting season in the spring and the fall. And... uh we went to meetings and, boy, I remember that as a kid, just being hauled off to all these places. Now we're too busy to do that. It's too inconvenient. Well, that's on Monday night or Tuesday night, and I already give Sunday night and Wednesday night, and we got something If you wouldn't go out of your way to hear the gospel today with the modern conveniences that we have, Getting into an air-conditioned car and driving 70 mile an hour to a location and sitting down in an air-conditioned building, you, you probably would not have obeyed John the Baptist. Furthermore, if, uh, if you judge a person by the clothes they wear, you probably would not have paid much attention to John. You would have written him off as a nut. This guy, he wears camel hair. What, what, what is up with that? I mean, and, and look at his diet. Um, if, you're, if you look peop at people and size them up by how they dress, and, and you're, you're passing judgment on what you see externally, and, and you're willing to, to lend an ear or, or close your ears to them based on that, you, you wouldn't have made John, because John was just different along those lines. Jesus, though, warns us. Uh, well, First Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7, remember God, when he told uh, Samuel, he said, listen, I'm not looking at the outward side of this man. I need to be king. I, I, I'm looking at the heart, the inner man. That's what we need to and also with reference to traveling a long distance and, and inconvenience. Do you remember what Jesus said of the Queen of Sheba in Matthew chapter 12? He said concerning her, you know, the Queen of Sheba will rise up in judgment against this generation. Because she came from the ends of the world to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And there's one greater than Solomon who is here now. In other words, if you won't travel to hear truth because you love truth, um, there's one that will judge you for that. She'll say, I traveled from the ends of the earth to hear truth. What's your excuse? Also, if, if we're one that, well, we just won't tolerate somebody calling somebody out, if we're not going to tolerate somebody being direct and, and just straight-spoken, if that just uh, offends my sensitivities to hear somebody challenge another person in their behavior or their attitudes, their mor- morality, uh, I don't like that kind of preaching. Well, you would not have liked John the Baptist. So maybe because we can't go back and live there and have a realistic answer to that question maybe by answering some of those questions about our attitudes today they may give us a hint as to how we would have what if we had lived with john in his day would would we have listened would we have obeyed probably not if we judge people by the way they dress if we don't allow religion to inconvenience us too much and if we won't go out of our way to hear the truth and if we if we won't listen to somebody when they speak straight, we probably wouldn't. What about the Apostle Peter? Would we have believed and obeyed the Apostle Peter? Well, again, I I can't really answer that, but I think I can ask some questions that will help us to know whether we would have or not. Because when I look at what the Bible tells me about Peter, number one, Peter lacked formal education. In Acts 4 and verse 13... It said when they had arrested Peter, he, they said that they perceived that he was unlearned and uneducated. Have you ever been around somebody unlearned and uneducated? And you know that pretty quickly just by the way they speak. The grammar is poor. That They don't say things like, quite like what you would say them, or the way that you would say them. And so we can kind of size people up Their education may be great, maybe, but if that bothers you, you wouldn't have liked to have listened to Peter. Because those who were with Peter and those who were around Peter, when they heard him speak, they were able to perceive that he was somebody that didn't have an education. Peter was a fisherman. He wasn't a scholar. He hadn't gone to, uh, sit at the feet of Gamaliel and learn like the apostle Paul had. He was out mending nets and fishing. And, and cleaning fish. If that's something that really weighs with you, then you probably would not have listened to Peter. Also, Peter was a man who, well, he denied the Lord three times. Do you remember how that he even met? He just got intimidated. He had every good intention, but he made a mistake. And he said three times, I don't know the man. And the cock, crowed, and then he remembered the words of the Lord and he went out and wept bitterly. Now the rest of his life shows that he changed. And that encounter that Jesus had with him at the end of the book of John, where they worked through that difficult time. Peter, do you love me more than these? You know I love you, Lord. Feed my sheep. They worked through his denial. And so Peter now is back on a mission serving Jesus But if you're a person that can't get over a person's mistakes, you would not have listened to Peter. If you hold a person's past, a person's pre-Christian past, or even a person's past after they become a Christian and they've fallen by the wayside and they come back, if you can't get past that and you keep bringing that up and you keep distance between you and those sinners you would not have listened to Peter because all you would have seen in him is that's that guy that denied Jesus three times. Can you believe that? He's a preacher and he denied Jesus. If we can't get past that, we wouldn't have listened to Peter. What about the Apostle Paul? What if We lived in the days of the Apostle Paul. Would we have believed him? Now, you remember, the Apostle Paul was an apostle born out of due season. He comes a little later than Peter. What if we lived in his day? Well, here's what we know about the Apostle Paul. From 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 13, we realize that he was a blasphemer and a persecutor of the church. This man caused and brought about the death of fellow Christians. He he stood there and held the coats of people that stoned another man to death. Uh, just a murderer. He, he was a party too. He was, a, he, he, was, uh, he was an affluent speaker, not in the sense of, uh, well, Apollos anyway, he said, I didn't come to you with excellency of speech. Now, Apollos, now he can really, he's an ex, a, a eloquent speaker. Me, not so much. But I do have the words of the Spirit that I'm sharing with you. His style wasn't all that great. And also from Paul, his physical appearance, well, there was something about him. And, and the text doesn't tell us what it was, but it does tell us that in Second uh, Corinthians 10 and verse 10... That his appearance, his physical appearance, was described in some way as a weakness. I don't know what that meant. But whatever it was, he wasn't physically appealing. Now, would we have accepted the teaching of Paul and believed in what Paul had to say? Not, again, if we hold a person's pre-Christian life against him. We wouldn't have listened to Paul because Paul was a persecutor of the church. What worse can you do? He was killing people in the name of what he believed to be right. And if we're prone not to like and listen to people that just aren't polished, I mean, there are preachers that are so eloquent that every word is so carefully chosen and spoken with such Grace and fluidity. I mean, it just sounds. It's beautiful. I could just sit all day and listen to that man. Haven't we all said that of preachers? And then there's the rest of us, you know. And we we had to sit and. How long's he going? You know, we're looking at our watch. If if you have to hear the best, the most eloquent, those that can just turn a phrase and turn a word, you you wouldn't have liked listening to Paul. Because he said, I'm, I'm not that kind of a preacher. I'm not that kind of a speaker. And if you, again, judge a person by their physical appearance, Paul had something about, you know, sometimes we can look at a preacher and size them up and say, well, I don't like that about him. That's distracting to me. Did, did you see how big Steve's ears are? Did you see those ears? I, I'm glad I got a little bit bigger in life because, man, when I was five, those ears were just the wind would about take me away. But, you know, you can pick things out about people and, and they become, man, I can't even look at him because his ears are, you know, are so... Or the way his mannerisms or his his tone of voice or the way he does this or that... If, if that's, if that's what we're all about, we wouldn't have listened to Paul because Paul said, I've got something about me that is a weakness in my physical appearance, but they loved him anyway and listened to him anyway. But if we have trouble with that, we probably would not have. And then let me just close on this. Would we, would we have believed and obeyed Jesus? I can't tell you that. I don't know the answer to that, and none of us will ever know the answer to that. If I were living in the days of Jesus, would I have believed and obeyed Him? I'd like to say I would have, but I don't know. But I'll tell you what might help us to know, and I do know this for sure. If you're sitting in the pew here today, and you haven't yet obeyed Jesus... And I'm pretty certain you wouldn't have obeyed Him to begin with. You know, if we're sitting here wondering about all these what-if scenarios, well, if you don't love Him now, I don't think you would have loved Him then. If you don't believe in Him now, I don't think you would have believed in Him then. If you don't obey Him now, I don't know why you would have obeyed Him then. You have an opportunity this morning to answer that what-if question. What if you lived in the days of Jesus? Would you have obeyed Him? That's an interesting question, but I have a better question. Will you obey Him today? Forget about living at the same time. Will you, will you obey Him today based on what you know of Him? Remember the words that Jesus spoke to, to Thomas? Yeah, Thomas great. You believe in me. I'm glad for that. You've called me Lord and God. But you know, you've seen me. But even more blessed than you by your confession will be those who have never seen me and yet they still believe. Do you believe in Jesus? If you do respond in faith this morning, he asks you to be baptized upon the forgiveness of your sin or upon the uh, turning away repentance of your sins. And he promised to say, if you haven't done that this morning, believe him and do what he asks. If you're a child of God already but unfaithful and you need the prayers of your brethren, uh, we'll pray with you, for you, uh, for strength and, and comfort and uh, that the Lord will meet your needs. If you need to respond, won't you come as we stand together and sing?